If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older. Or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a Midi clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. All right, Hector, you want to get featured in the intro? <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's going to happen. <laughs> Put somebody else in. I will say the little mm. towel at the end. And that that's awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. We should have talked about that. Let it go. You're listening to episode 79 of the number go. one podcast in Marvel Sports. Let it roll. Let it go. got a big take of your own email the show at big kids big takes at gmail.com and as always don't forget to su- subscribe to us on twitter at big gets big takes and subscribe to us on youtube we've recreated the channel great content on there go check us out yeah just smash that like button oh yeah hammer it right in the mouth don't physically assault it though no, no, yes no. please just just be cool with it like just be cool all right, boys. Um, so I guess this is a bit of a bittersweet episode for us. Um, we get to di- obviously dive right into triathlon at some point. But sadly, the showdown, it didn't happen today. This is the worst marble ever. The showdown's been delayed twice. My teams all suck. I just want to see my teams compete, man. I just want to see them compete. I, I'm right there with you. After we did our crossover episode with uh, MSW Podcast with uh, Brendan and Wolf, <laughs> uh, I'm just like really ex- I was so excited that we're getting an epi- like a, a an event in the middle of the week and it was going to be the showdown realm. And, you know, seeing today, waking up, I woke up at like, what, uh, I don't know, way too late. But seeing that it was delayed as soon as I woke up, I was just so disappointed. One for you, two for us. Um, and 
just sucks. I mean, it, it just keeps getting delayed. I just, I can't wait for the the whole fantasy aspect of that to come to life. Um, I really can't wait to rub it in Brendan's face when the snowballs do poorly. Uh, he's been just telling us constantly, oh, the snowballs are going to win. They're going to do it. And as much as I respect the snowballs and their fans, you guys, they're not going to win it. I'm sorry. No, they, they don't stand a chance. Like, w- fantasy is what we do here at Let It Roll. Big predictions all the time. But, guys... What was the real reason the showdown was delayed? Like, I'm just your average fan that loves to talk about marbles, and I'm here to host the show, but I'm I'm not as in tune with the marble world. I don't really know why we didn't get it canceled, like why it got canceled. So basically, I think every time they delay an episode, they just blame Greg Woods, which I don't think that's true. And I, I, I like that they said that like the commentary wasn't in on time. If I know anything about Greg Woods, he's a punctual guy, and he's a really good dude in general. And uh, I don't know. I, I think it's just like kind of like a, you know, I don't want to say like scapegoat or anything like that. But every time something's been delayed, that's what they say, and uh, not a fan. I've just been saying it's a rain delay this whole time. A rain delay. Yeah, Lex. It was a little <laughs> gloomy in the in Flania showed in the Flania Coliseum today. Yeah, I mean, why have the uh, why have the Marble League in the desert during the rainy season? If I know anything about uh, you know uh, uh, animal documentaries and stuff, August it's when they get the rain. I mean, deserts are dry most of the time, but if there's one thing I know about them, when it rains, it rains. Like, when Damn. it rains, it pours. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't work, did it? <laughs> yeah. It's late. I, I mean, you know what? I, I was disappointed, but I've become accustomed to this kind of stuff from JMR. And it, it's not the worst thing in the world. They did give us another date, which is nice. They didn't just put it off like they've done with other events, La Marble. Um, but... yeah. Let, let's hope it actually happens. What What's the next set date for the first part of the showdown? They said on the YouTube that it would be uh, the 22nd, which uh, I think that's a week from now, right? Yeah, that's yes. a week from now. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, uh, I mean, everything was running so smooth, and, uh, and we just had to see it coming at this point. I mean, they got delayed once, and we were like, okay, so it'll be like, you know, after event 9. Now it's after event 10. Uh, I'm really I'm really thinking, I saw this on Twitter, that maybe Showdown Part 1 comes out after Showdown Part 2, which uh, <laughs> that, might be, that might actually be uh, good for us because we have Balls of Chaos in our fantasy draft. So No, I'm just... Uh... I'm just trying to stay optimistic about it. I mean, let's think about this. The JMA, since the JMA have been in a, in control, there's only been those two delays, which is a lot better than, say, Marbula 1 last, uh, Marbula 1 Season 2. There was tons of delays. Um, and, I mean, at least give the JMA some credit. They've only delayed twice this year, and it's, it has been the showdown, so at least it's not the main tournament. I actually saw a uh, JMA member say today that every race in the second half of Barbula 1 was delayed. And they said that that might not be that bad. I was just like, I, I don't know if they were comparing like Barbula League to that. 
But I don't know. It wasn't a good look out of them, to be honest. But I just hope we get back on track and we keep it moving. I have one idea. One last idea for this topic. They should, ha- if Greg Woods is being overworked and he can't stick to this schedule, why not have a 1B? You know, like the replacement team that picks up when Greg Woods can't get it. Both teams get the file. Whoever gets it in on time, you know, gets to announce the race. Why not invite, let it roll to announce a marble event? If Greg Woods can't make it, I'm sure all of us from here on, like at, at here on, at Let It Roll, could definitely get on there and do a marble event together. Listen, we we could have uh, Sky and uh, Hector do uh, maybe like one B, and then me and you, Decker, will do one A. But there will be a lot of screaming in it. So I don't know if anybody will listen to our stream, but uh, Hector, he, he's already got the Jack Nichols voice, basically, and uh, I think he would nail it. Uh, even though he hates tea, I mean. How many times are you going to go into the British humor? It's the best. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, it's great. All right, You're guys. You're an anomaly. Let, let's, uh, <laughs> let's get into the recap on the triathlon. Let's. How did you guys feel about the event? I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, definitely enjoyed the new changes, switching up how the layout was. All in all satisfied me i i loved every bit of it probably my favorite event so far of the entire marble league i mean i'm not just saying that because i had an incredible run with the fantasy it was absolutely amazing i liked everything except for the very very end of it i feel like the water section might have been a little too long because it looked like the marbles were getting kind of gassed running out of steam they were like going toward the edges near the end and that just the, wasn't the way it was last year, and I, I think it was a little bit of a downgrade in that regard. I completely agree with you. I think the water was a game changer in this episode, or in this event. Um, it, I think the first heat, it was foggy, it was last to first because of the water. Uh, Origin, every time, just lost, some, while being the first one into the water, lost gas every time. Um, I don't know. And the, the numbers between... Uh, Heat three, and then like the previous heats, they just weren't comparable. Where it was like kind of a lackluster final, except for all of them just being almost exactly the same, except for uh, Shining Swarm. Yeah, see, I I kind of gotta disagree with that. I thought I thought the water part was by far the most technical part of the event, and I found whoever could navigate the middle of that water section did the best. Like if you were on the wall and I don't know if science has to do with this cause nobody wants science with Decker again. Um, but like when the marbles up against the wall, I felt like they lost a lot of speed and maybe that was the friction of, you know, being against two surfaces at once versus being on one. No, you're hundred percent right on that. And it's also because of the not straight trajectory, like right? Going from the middle to the, the side is it, you're taking a longer path time. into the same yeah, yeah you're not going point a to point b yeah. yeah i mean science with deco clearly needs to have a second chance because that is absolutely right <laughs> but yeah that was yeah it was very visible i think in the semi-final between with the shining swarm and the green ducks and in the final 
where in the semi-final, Shiny Swarm were going straight down the middle, whereas the Green Ducks were pulling off to the side, I think, to try and block whichever marble it was that was behind them, I can't remember. And that really showed, and the Shiny Swarm managed to overtake that because the Green Ducks were right up against the wall. Yeah. Then same thing in the final, where Foggy lost out because Foggy was right up against the wall, whereas the Savage Speeders and Green Ducks were off in the middle. Have you guys ever seen a flock of ducks flying in perfect formation? beautiful yeah and i think that actually goes back to what sky was saying like taking that that like slanted line towards the finish really hurts you because you're losing so much time there making a turn when you should be going dead straight so i think that was foggy's yeah. downfall in the in the long run uh with foggy and mallard uh i don't know if you guys saw the final uh mallard actually gave the hazers uh foggy a huge bump in the Marbula 1 portion just to actually catch up by the end of that. And then I think the thing that really lost it for them was the sand portion. They were just bumping around and, you know, the Green Ducks took like a great line with that and then just cleared it off with, uh, with, the, with the water event because they, they, they took like a duck to water. I'll have you know, Peter, that the duck is one of the most noble, agile, and intelligent creatures of the animal kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, they were awesome. But I found the Marbula 1 part of the event was like almost meaningless. It, it it really didn't dictate anything. If anything, it was the the mogul part of the event, the Sam mogul part that really, I guess, dictated how well you did in the entire event. Because if you jumped off those, those sand moguls really fast, especially if you avoided the last two at the end of, of the circuit there, you could jump into the water with so much more momentum than a lot of other marbles that you were winning. And I think that's what Mallard did two out of three times. I think that the uh, water portion by itself was the determining factor of that, of this event. And I really didn't like that. Uh, For example, Foggy by far, uh, I think the first heat was the last one to go into the water and they ended up being in first. Uh, by the end of that heat, first or second, but I don't know. I completely disagree. Uh, Sand moguls had nothing to do with it. Oh, really. it did. No, Decker's right. It's not necessarily the sand moguls by themselves or the water section by themselves. It's the transition between yep. the two. That's what killed everybody. Okay, you yeah. watch the final run rapidly had easily the best transition into that water section, and you would straight skip ahead, the last two down the middle. Yeah, you went right through those mm-hmm. other two marbles. Yeah, I mean, the one benefit I can think of for having that water part being such a game-changer is that it did allow for some really tense finishes, the final being the big example of that. For sure. I mean, we haven't seen that close a finish since possibly Pallet Park in Marbula 1. I don't know, triathlon last year was yeah, pretty damn close, actually. yeah. I, yeah, I mean, uh, it was it was Foggy last year, right? And he did the same yeah. exact thing. Uh, fourth going into water, first coming out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the earlier heats, but, uh, you know, they still had a great finish at third. Or they were third, right? Yeah. Uh, I've got a question for you guys. Um, why was there no Marble League record awarded in this? Is that because they've changed up the version this year again? Yeah, what do you think, Decker? They always change up everything. I'm so sick of that, man. I love Marble League records. I want more. I I know. Track record kind of deal. Like, you could almost award... uh, Could you award it to the track, like, the fastest time? Yeah. 
of all of them? Like, would you just do a Marble League record for that? Because I feel like it would devalue the Marble League record thing. When you see that yellow box flash up, that gold box, it means so much. And to see it come up every time they change the event would almost seem like it devalues it for me a little bit. Yeah, I'm really, I'm actually really, I'm really happy that uh, they they've given the golden orbs a job, and it's making that golden <laughs> box and just to saying uh, who's going to be the Marble League record holder now. Um, but guys, I think we need to talk about uh, the the crazy Elephant cat in the room. The, no, it's the crazy cat in the room. Oh, okay, I'm so well, glad or we didn't touch on that first. What? I was saying the lack of a crazy cat because Nanagon's not here. Yeah. Well. All right. Yeah. Nanagon's not here. Uh, he's actually visiting the Guru after uh, this event, and uh, also I think he doesn't want to hear what we have to say about the crazy cat's eyes tonight. Mm. Right. Right. Yeah. Th- this was a definitely an episode for him to skip. Um, I'm so glad we made it this far without talking about that because I felt like that was going to take over the whole show today, but. Man, I am upset. I'm angry. I, I've seen the reasoning on social media. I don't agree with it. And, it. and it's not just being a crazy cat's eyes fan. This is, this is not the way you DNQ, or, um, DNQ somebody from an event. Because of one bump in the most uncontrollable circumstances in marble sports. Like, come on, JMR shenanigans what are you talking about decker this guy blue eye or this girl i don't know was playing fast and loose and was a danger to every other marble on the track and if you think this is just okay for them to just bump back and forth you know throw our guys the rojo rollers right into the track Man, we're like just way off on this now. We gotta get better, guys. But uh, yeah, if you think this guy is this inconsiderate, destructive marble acting like a balls of chaos member delaying the showdown should have not gotten disqualified, you're out of your mind, Decker. Well, I think Term went on a bit strong with the rhetoric there. I do agree that ultimately the DNQ was justified, in my opinion. Because, I mean, you can audibly hear the crack as they collide. It's not just some minor thing. And looking at the slow-mo, Rojo Trace is on the way back onto the track when the collision pushes him off course. There's the worst sound that I've heard since Momo Momo and the fidget spinner accident. I will not stand for this team okay. being reckless on the course. No, this this is where I gotta correct you guys. I, I I totally understand you guys are probably bigger Marble fans than I ever could like be in my entire life, but I'm a huge racing fan, and as a rate as a huge racing fan, I know this. Rojo Dos was in the wrong. They were in the wrong on this because they left the track. They left the path that all the other marbles were taking. They left it and were trying to come back on the circuit because of their poor navigation. We're trying to come back on the circuit and Blue Eye was just riding the lines, riding the moguls, minding their own business. And then they get caught up because Rojo Dos takes a careless move, jumping back on the track and getting in their way. That's unacceptable. 
If anything, Rojo Dos should have been disqualified and not Blue Eye. Blue Eye should have actually been permitted to run again without them in the heat. I think it was Rojo Trace. I don't care who it was. I'm angry, bro. You don't. You that, that was the wrong call. It was by far the wrong call. Decker, I gotta say that may hold up in Marbula One, where it's like nice, clean racing lines. But this that is on Marbula the One portion, man. That's Marbula One this, at, at the O Raceway. That's Marbula One. I don't think the O Raceway has that many twists and turns. No, in it. This but it is had moguls and this it has is, sand. That that is legit. No, no, I don't want to hear it, man. I don't want to hear it. This is this was, I think, a reckless move on on Blue Eyes' part, and I feel like both teams got screwed over in the end of it. Yeah, like, I don't know if you could say who. If, I mean, it didn't really matter if Rojo Dose got dis- sorry Rojo Trace got disqualified, or the other one did. Like, they got fifteenth and sixteenth. Like, it's not going to matter too much. Just bringing it back to the point about what this most resembles i'd say rather than being close to marble one this is closer to sand marble rally just with the off-road racing the curves but the thing is sand marble rally there's provisions for dnfs that like it's expected that there's going to be a dnf on the course dnfs almost never happen in the marble league it's designed so they don't happen there's got to be some sort of investigation into it and ultimately blue eye pushed rojo trace off the course whether it was intentional or not, you can't say. But that's what happened. It's just right in their name, man. They're the crazy cat's eyes. And they were destructive on this course. And, hey, maybe Blue Eye wants to live up to what Red Eye and Yellow Eye did in Marbula 1. And he knows that he can't. I think- and so, so what he does is goes from 4th to 3rd, third, third, and bumps off. Rojo Trace. Like, it's nothing, man. And I won't stand for it. I won't stand for this guy just being reckless. I care about marble safety. That's re- If you care about marble safety, give them breaks. Give them some breaks so they can, they can stop and move out of the way. These marbles have no control. Once they get momentum going, they're rolling over their face the entire event. So... Until they have breaks, I don't know why you're giving DNQs to other marbles for running into the back of them when they're trying to re-enter the circuit. It's it's ridiculous. Anyway, I think there was 15 marbles on that track yesterday that had control. The only one that didn't have breaks was Blue Eye from the Crazy Cat. No, the guy's the only, a psychopath. The only one who didn't have control was Rojo Tres. We'll agree to disagree, I guess. Anyway. Um, you guys want to touch on this a, a little bit more, or should we get to the huge, ginormous, heaping mailbag we got waiting for us? Oh, I do have one more thing. Uh, I'm really disappointed in the Raspberry Racers for not taking advantage of Momo getting out very early. Uh, they they need to capitalize on stuff like that. And uh, if they want their second championship, they want to take it from Momo, or uh, just let Savage Speeders win again. They're a bunch of stooges. They're a bunch of clouds. They're a bunch of sellouts. And they need to get out of this league. Go down to the showdown realm. On the contrary, my dear Watson, I believe that... <laughs> <laughs> Why you gotta make it so British? Hey, you started that. <laughs> yeah, I, that true. I am in a very good mood about both Raspberry Races and Team Momo completely flunking that event because it's giving everyone else a chance to catch up. And that is making it way more exciting. I 100% agree. I like the fact that the standings have come a little closer. Sure, the Savage Speeders have 
gotten higher, I mean, not higher as in placing, but higher in points of the standings. Um, maybe separating that third and fourth gap a little bit. But I think we do need to bring up that Rapidly is truly an incredible marble. Four gold medals and a bronze medal. Yeah. yeah. He, he's, he's, the, yeah. he's the endurance one. Is that... No, that's Wizzy. Ah, uh, Wizzy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, ra- Rapidly is a true legend. Rapidly is a true Rapidly legend is... in Marble League. When it comes to Marbula 1, not so much. But great. At, not great. The maybe the goat of the Marble League. Yeah. Without Starry, he's there's no one to compete against him. Yeah. Yeah, pretty crazy. All right, guys, let's get into the mailbag because it is overflowing, like I said, and we gotta get to it. So let's take a little break and we'll be back with the mailbag and the postman. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match, with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Do you ever feel the need to roll out onto a vacation? Do you need a break from the stress that makes your face go rojo and your head go loco? Then sail away into a day at the Rollers of the Caribbean water park. Rojo, rojo, a roller's life for me. We sprint, we balance, we funnel and joust. Roll out, me hearties, rojo. We block, push, and dive and never get medals. Roll out, me hearties, rojo. Rojo, rojo, a roller's life for me. Enjoy the rides, meet fellow fans, or lose all sanity with that song on loop all day as you ro-ho roll your way through the rollers of the Caribbean water park. And don't miss out on the summer passes, 15% off for every roller's medal that you can name. And now, back to the podcast. Ro-ho, ro-ho, a roller's life for me. Oh, oh, sorry guys. Um, let's, uh, we're back. We're back from the break. Uh, man, that's the world's catchiest song, Nonagon. Well done, buddy. What and a genius. Super genius. Yeah. Legend. Let's send it off to the postman. Let's get into the mailbag. Here we go. It's time. We got a couple of repeat mailbaggers. It's time to open the Let It Roll mailbag. Take a look at this. Jesus Christ. Charlie. That right there is the mail. Now let's talk about the mail. Can we talk about the mail, please, Mac? I'm dying to talk about the mail for you all day, okay? So uh, to start off with our first mailbagger uh, is Dakumos. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember from last week, but 
Uh, and UGJ just came at him saying that he's overrated. And uh, normally we don't really do this. Uh, but Takubo said it in an audio file. And it is four minutes long. But we think it's going to be amazing. So we're going to do this for you guys. Are you guys ready for this? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Let's go. Greeting, comrades. Dekomas is here to respond to a couple of points brought up in the previous episode. I'll start with an easy one. Is Dekomas overrated? Absolutely. And Dekomas is not complaining about that <laughs> at all. <laughs> Since I've made my first post, uh, self aware. The GMR okay. subreddit, which happened actually about a year ago. This Saturday is my GMR anniversary. Would you believe? One year. Congratulations to the Kubos. One year anniversary. We love you, bud. I still haven't figured out why you all love my shitposts so much, but if you'll continue to enjoy them, I'll continue making them. There's that. Now, let's proceed to the main dish of today. <laughs> is marble shipping undesirable? No, comrades. Marble shipping is very much desirable. So, some people say, Oh, they're just glass balls. <laughs> Do you want a Nobel Prize to discovering that marbles are balls? <laughs> Wait, wh- what did he just say right there? I'm sorry, pause this. Yeah, he said, you want you a wa- Nobel Prize for discovering marbles or glass balls? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> the Dukumos, man is oh, a genius. Dukumos, excuse my terrible Russian accent. <laughs> Alright, we're going right back into it. Let's go, boys. Do you want a Nobel Prize of, to dis- about discovering that characters in the cartoons are just drawings? <laughs> they are characters they're not just glass balls they have human characteristics emotions cultures countries aspirations goals mary was sad when she stepped down from captain safety primary she can experience sadness glass balls can't experience sadness savage speeders were happy when they won the previous year glass balls can't experience happiness but savage speeders can because savage speeders are not just glass balls. <laughs> they are characters, not just inanimate objects. This is like almost I want to enjoy watching inanimate objects rolling down the sand hill. But I will enjoy characters competing in sand marble, marble relics. Capish? Capish. And characters with human characteristics. Characters can, that can experience human emotions can experience love too, which is a beautiful marvelous human emotion <laughs> marvelous human emotion see what i did there yeah marvelous slipper slope argument is a bunch of crap first of all it's a fallacy uh like oh now you're romancing marbles next thing you're gonna do you're gonna imply something indecent between marbles no i won't no i won't let's uh dissect this i'm gonna viciously tear it apart let's apply this slippery slope argument to everything JMR. JMR have lore with countries and cultures. Do you know that countries are oppressive by their very natures and they also wage war on each other? Do we wipe all countries of JMR maps? Do we rename Anarchy Boss of Chaos Captain? Don't you dare even bring this up. Anarchy <laughs> name is awesome. This is the best name in JMR. But... It references anarchism, which is sometimes a violent political ideology. Anarchists committed various acts of violence. 
Emperor Alexander II, don't let me lie about this. <laughs> I don't think of anarchism when I watch anarchy competing. Do you? No. Um, Rangers. Speaking of love, by the way. Rangers are family, do you know that? They are brothers and sisters. Existing of brothers, existing of existence of brothers and sisters. Is that wrong? Implies the existence of parents who meet, fall in love, maybe even do something indecent. You know that? <laughs> do we rewrite the Rangers lore? I sure hope not. So, implying a romantic relationship between marbles. Is no one inherently wrong than assigning any other human emotion or characteristics or even cultural thing to marbles. So I'm here to stay, shipping is here to stay, and eat your butter, Apollo. <laughs> Before I go, here's my wish. For this marble anniversary, I want chaos to rule the showdown. For I was a good boy this whole year <laughs> and a loyal agent of chaos. Decumus, signing off. Good night, comrades. Oh Good my, Dekumos. Oh my God! <laughs> Thank you so much, Dekumos, for that mailbag. Uh, as as we said, uh, we don't normally do that, but I'm sure you guys can see exactly why we did that right after we listened to it. And uh, congratulations on the 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 first year. Let's go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. That was awesome. Man. What do you got, Decker? You know what, Dekumos, you probably were the first fan of Let It Roll, and we were a huge fan of you before we even probably started the podcast. You are a true legend, sir. I thank you for participating every week with us, and sending in an audio clip is just the best thing ever. I, I, I gotta say, I know Randall has said it before. This might be the best episode in Let It Roll history. I did not expect that voice, but I loved it. That was like, let's go. I am so hamped, man. I was I was waiting. Like, Decker, you told me that this, he was in the mailbag with an audio clip earlier today. And I was just juiced up to, like, just get into recording this podcast. And, I mean, it did not disappoint at all. 100%. I, just one more thing. Takubos is here to say, and I guess shipping is too. So... Thank you again to Kubos. This is the big take of the week for sure. Huge, huge. Big take of the week. Before we jump off this this with the Kumos, can we bring up the balls of chaos, we man? We drafted them. The Kumos is back in them. I feel so good. You know what? They might win it all for us. After that, after that mailbag, hundred percent, man. That's why we drafted them. I knew Jakubas was going to come back with some fire after last episode or uh, episode seventy-seven, and he did. And uh, balls of chaos are here to stay, and so are we, baby. Yeah. All right, who we got next in the mailbag? So, uh, as our second mailbagger, uh, Nodigan actually wrote in, and uh, shout out to the great song, buddy. Uh, we're missing you here tonight for sure. We love you, not a god. Classic. Uh, so basically, uh, he said he's mailbagging it because he's not, or because he's not here tonight, and he's sad about it. Uh, he, but you know, good news for him, he's out there at the tree with uh, with Ralph. He's get he's getting that shine. Um, he said, uh, 
disqualifications make him sad uh, every time they happen. Happen, uh, especially when the accent is so hard to see that the uh, the subreddit for JMR is uh, uploading hours worth of uh, zoomed in slow mo slow motion footage. Uh, he said, I wouldn't wish it on my worst enemy and uh, pretty much ruined what would have been my favorite event for me. Uh, he has another thing, but like, let's cover that real quick. Hmm. Yeah. We got I, into this earlier. Yeah, we did get into this earlier. Um, you all know how I feel about this. You know how I feel as well. This guy's, yeah. this guy's a monster, Blue Eye. I don't think we need to cover this part any more than we need than we already did. All right, yeah. so uh, yeah, we'll just get into the next part. He said, "I think this pretty much killed the uh, cat's eyes season." It's weird that he said cat's eyes. I always say like crazy cats. Uh, but he said Blue Eye is the team's best individual marble in Marble League, and uh, we know she would have at least gotten top half. Triathlon was the last event we could reasonably be optimistic in getting a medal in. Everything else is up until Marble Across is going to be a gamble. Uh, maybe a lot of people are happy to see the cat's eyes fall, but we here in Philidia leave the event with heavy hearts. And I'm sad to see that because, you know, I really do feel for not a god. Yeah. I mean, first of all, it ain't over till it's over. Everyone is still in the running for this. Things could change with a single event. Second of all, though, I do not agree about there being no guaranteed events, mainly because of one event in particular, Gravitrax Elimination Race. My favourite event ever in the Marble League. And I would have Red... If Red Eye's in there, I would have Red Eye up for a podium on that. I think Elimination Race is a team event. Maybe. No, it's a, it's individuals. It was in 2019. Yeah, it was individuals. Yeah, and I, th I thought it was bronze. the one with the. I thought it was the one where the all four rolled down the track, and then like the first three determined, like where your first three finishers determined where. Oh your no, that, that's that's steeplechase. That's steeplechase. That's the no, next one. No, no, that's it was on a Gravitrax course. Maybe I'm thinking of something different though. Ah, uh, that's the that's the slalom. I think that was the slalom. Yeah. Oh, the elimination, slalom. Yeah, the elimination race was the Raspberry Racer's first gold medal. Yeah, uh, the best thing about Elimination uh, elimination Race is it reminds me of my favorite drinking game, Elimination Flip Cup. So you flip the cup, if you're the last one to flip it, then you're out. And uh, then it just keeps going from there. Great race. Yeah, I mean, it's such a good event. But yeah, I've got Crazy Cancers on for a medal, possibly even a win in that one. So I wouldn't get your hopes too down yet. Yeah, I also agree that it's too early. I agree with you just in general, Hector, but especially when it comes to like getting your hopes down. There's new events coming, right? We got we got football. It's like... Soccer? Like, how can you... No, football. It's on the banner as football. It is football. I thought it was on the pitch. Yeah. What do you got, Decker? Yeah, I just... I I feel for Nonagon. Like, this is getting late now in the Marble League season. And for the crazy cat's eyes to get a goose egg here, it, it really, really, really hurts their chances going forward. With so little events left, I, I just don't see a way for the crazy cat's eyes to climb this insurmountable mountain of points to get to a podium. And let alone even win it all. Yeah, them along with the uh, Chocolatiers, they were our uh, biggest 
losers this week of uh, spots. They went down from 11th to 13th, the Crazy Cat's yeah. eyes. And uh, Chocolatiers went down from 6th to 8th. And, uh, yeah, with, uh, let's see, 63 points. It's not looking good for uh, the Cuzzies who are the Cats. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. So, we have a uh, another mailbagger. He is a repeat mailbagger. Uh, it is our guy, Blood Arranger Jim. And uh, I think people might be uh, not understanding what his name is. Is it G-Y-M? Like, you know, you go work out there. Just wanted to clarify that for everybody. Uh, also, this is the same guy who's going to get the turtle, ti- turtle sliders tattoo. Uh, at the end of the season if the Rangers don't make the podium. Which, after our fantasy draft last episode, go check that out. Uh, I'm perfectly fine with that. Love Terrell Sliders. Love Frank and the boys. Uh, so, what he said was, uh, Watergate controversy take. Anyone check the viscosity of that, quote, water? Looked more like corn syrup with how quickly everyone slowed down. (laughs) So, this guy's got some conspiracy theories behind uh, what's going on with the water. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's just... I think it's just water. I mean, I'm sorry, man. Uh, yeah, we had a we had it up at sixth or seventh, right? And uh, pretty cool with that. But uh, what do you guys think? Uh, you know, I don't know if I agree, man. Marbles are always gonna move weird in water, but great take. I mean, I love it. Hilarious. Um, but no, the the water for me was very technical. So the water was water. Yeah, basically. All right. Hot take, Decker. <laughs> yes, I, I second that the water is, in fact, water. And even if it wasn't water, it really shouldn't be that big of a deal as all of the marbles went into said water and competed. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Blood Ranger Jim, but you're outvoted here. I'm pretty sure that's just water. And that's what I call high-quality tool. Well, see, you guys know I'm from New Jersey, so uh, I don't think it was water. I think it was water. <laughs> That's wrong. <laughs> that is just wrong. That hurts. Nice. All right. Who so else let's we got? move on. Uh, we got Celestial. Uh, I don't know if you guys remember from episode 77. He had on his podium CCE, the Green Ducks, and the Rojo Rollers. Wow, and he what said, a weird podium. My predictions were ironic in hindsight. Uh, got the Ducks bag on, but uh, yeah. And then he said second. I don't know what they did to the water, but yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's what I call high-quality tool. Uh, it was kind of frustrating to my eyes as a Minties fan, and finally the racers should have capitalized on Bobo's doing crap today. Uh, these moments could decide the championship, and to come 12th in a situation like that is not a good idea. Uh, I brought this up earlier about how the racers didn't capitalize, but what do you guys got? Nothing. Okay. 
Next one. All right. So Mocha also just uh, he he uh, you know repeat mailbagger. It's Bookity. Um, he said, I feel like there will be a rivalry between the Rojos and CCE just from the outcome of the triathlon. I also think the speeders will try to have a go at the lead and try to initiate a battle between themselves, Momo, and the Razzies. I mean, I think that's obvious, but we got Hector. I mean, yeah, second part seems pretty obvious, but going back to the first part about the rivalry... I would welcome that, because Rojo Rollers, Crazy Catch Eyes, they don't really have any rivals yet, so I would be very happy yeah. if there was just some new budding rivalry formed out of this single incident. And it would perfectly fit how the fan base is reacting right now, I think. For sure. See, I I kind of disagree here. I, I don't feel like Blue Eye did it intentionally. I'm quite confident they were just trying to get ahead, and they... Maybe miscalculated a little bit, clipped Rojo Trace. It happens sometimes, especially when you're going as fast as they are. I'd almost rather this turn into like a, like a maybe like a team building thing, right? Like maybe get some fr- little bit of a friendship going. Like the Momos and the Wisps, it's well known now that they're friends after that unspeakable instance. Why are you so much about team building? We talked about this in our... Because I don't have teams anymore! No, it, it, was, the, it, it was the bar beats. You're like, what's a bigger thing than being in a band with team building? It's nah. just like, you're all just about building team camaraderie. Sky, I, I'm with you. You're just a stooge. You're just a stooge. I'm Jeremy. with you, man. How cool How cool would it be to have the Rojo Rollers and the Crazy Cat Eyes in the gym together working out together, competing, and getting better, and climbing the standings by the end of the Marble League. I think that's a cool exactly. idea, man. I'm into it. Especially since they both suffered from that incident. Yep. Zero and one points for both of those teams. Like, Yeah, but I mean, they're boys with uh, our guys, Turtle Sliders. So, shout out to them. Frank and the boys. Who we got next, Turn? Uh, uh, we got two more. So, we got Christopher Cole Gaming. Uh, I always really like his uh, his titles at the beginning. Uh, this is all caps. He said, "My take is so big. I had to rent a freaking storage unit." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Whoa! He almost gets big take of the week with that. Nah, Takumos has it. We're good. On I that. know. Uh, but he said, "Hey, it's been a bit." Anyways, the Mitzi Maniacs will win Steeplechase. That's it. Also, I'm writing this the day before the showdown. <laughs> He's wrong there. Sad and, uh, Well, I, I still think the Oceanics are going to win the showdown. That's what he said. But they suck at marble racing, don't they? So what do you guys think? Well, he's wrong, and if he yeah. thinks that, he's cheering for MSW. Yeah. Like, come on, dude. What a clown. Come on. Yes, guy, you tell him. <laughs> no. Um, Oceanics, what else terrible you tell me? Snowballs in second? Terrible pick. Who did he have to win Steeplechase? Uh, Minties. Ooh, I like it. I, my team needs it. Come on, Minties. Uh, I was going to bring this up during predictions, but uh, Donagon actually said, uh, the, he, he DM'd me this earlier. He said, the most exciting thing that ever happens in Steeplechase is a team knocks over a bunch of sticks and we laugh. <laughs> I don't care who wins as long as that happens and uh, Donagon's prediction comes true. He's he's got another thing for that, but uh, yeah, I'm just there with not a guy, man. I miss him. You guys miss him. I miss him. I miss him. I miss him. Especially after that ad read, man. My God, what genius. a what a musical genius. We didn't even touch on that. We just called him a genius. He's a musical genius. 
That's still stuck in my head. Row, 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 roller's life for me. So good. Anyway. You block, push, and dive and never get medals. <laughs> well, that'd be hard as well. All right, so last mailbag that we have from Jenny. Uh, I don't even know if this is a take or whatever, but uh, she, she she said we got... <laughs> She watched Triathlon Live in voice chat and was yelling at someone in there. She says, I hope it wasn't a kid, but it was awesome. And uh, <laughs> I, I just got a shout out to uh, Jenny, who runs the uh, Havoc Balls of Cheerleader account, or Balls of Chaos Cheerleader account. Uh, that you're, you're still causing some real chaos, causing some real havoc, some disarray, some tumult, whatever other synonyms you guys have. And uh, I just got a shout out to you. That's awesome. That's awesome. We we do love we do love the balls of chaos. They're on our fantasy squad for the showdown. So shout out to Jenny. Let's <laughs> let's make the chaos reign. Let's go. Yeah. All right. So yeah, that's the mailbag. And uh, if you need your mail delivered, make sure I'm delivering it. Wait. Oh yes. Wait a minute, Mister Postman. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. I, Postman. We appreciate yeah. you. Thanks for getting to all the mailbaggers. Hey, rain, um, sleet, or slow. Rain, sleet, or snow. Coming to your home. Wait, oh yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Let's go. Okay, hitting us with the rhymes, too. <laughs> with that, let's take it away from the Postman and send it off to the Fantasy Commissioner. No! To Hector. Never mind, we have a new segment this week, and we're going to send it off to the Wiz, the quiz master himself, Hector. What do you got, buddy? Thank you very much, Decker. Now, this new segment's originally proposed by Silas, who is busy up in the tree, and I thought I'd put my own spin on it with a variety of wonderful accents. So this week, my finest Scottish, enjoying my own heritage, and we've got a little bit of a quiz for you. All right, I'm excited. So, what do you got, WizKid? Well, this is some weird and not very well-known trivia about the Marble League. Got three questions for you, and I'm thoroughly encouraging listeners to put in their own guesses before they hear the answers. So, let's get right into it, shall we? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? 
sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Question one. Gold droughts and metal droughts are pretty well documented, but with 55 consecutive events with no 16th place finishes, which team has the record for the longest 16th place drought? Decker, what do you think? The longest 16th place drought. It's got to be a team that's been doing well. Can't be the Hazers because they suck at block pushing. Um, I'm just going to go out on a limb and say it is Mellow Yellow. Mellow Yellow. Interesting choice. What about you, Tom? I'm going to keep it short. I'm going to keep it simple gonna say the raspberry racers i don't know why that's just a guess have they even been around for 55 events yeah they've been they won in 2019 yeah that that might not be 55 events though as i mean 16 matt that's 48 man that's 48 events i don't know i guess I mean, they were around the year before that they're few they were around in 2018 i think I don't know, maybe. Okay, moving on. I'm just guessing. I'm just guessing. What do you got? Sky? I it I don't know if Pesky's or Silas is counting the winter special, but if they aren't, I believe it'd be Team Galactic actually. Well, Sky, you clearly know your stuff, because Team Galactic is the right answer. Let's go, Sky! Damn. Oh yeah. Nice. We don't take first a lot, but we don't take last either. Unless you count the winter special, I know that that must be since 2016 that you haven't had a last place last place finish with that. Probably, no. probably, yeah. I mean, that is blooming impressive. So what? How many right. we got? Like two more questions. Two more questions. I. All right. So, second question. Also featuring Team Galactic, it's pretty well known that Starry held the record for most individual Marble League points coming into an NL 2021, but since Team Galactic didn't qualify this year. Which marble stole the record? Turn. What's your pick? It's individual marbles, right? Aye. Just individual points. I think. I gotta go. It's just Marble League. Yeah. We gotta get a sh- shock. Ooh. We talked about it. We talked about it last episode, or like two episodes ago. Shock is the highest bolts. Uh, score in Marble League, and that's True. the only information I retained. Again, I am just guessing. True. All right. Interesting. Sky, what's your pick? Rapidly. Very quick to guess that. Rapidly as well. That's who I was going to guess if it wasn't. Yeah, rapidly. I talked about it early in the episode. Rapidly got his fourth gold medal in the triathlon. How can you not choose rapidly? Jeez. Hmm. Well, Tom, I'm surprised you didn't go rapidly as well because, unsurprisingly, that's the right answer. Yeah! Yeah, Decker. yeah if you don't know anything yeah. about me, uh, if we're counting 2016 in these standings, it doesn't exist. 
still think Rapidly is better than Shock if you don't count 2016. All right, Ghost. I'm sure What's the last question? Let's hear it, Ghost. All right, last, last question. Kind of pertinent today. We know JMR have had scheduling issues in the past, but they've always kept their word on what events are featuring. Except for one time. Which event had to be changed partway through the season? Sky, what are your thoughts? My only guess on this would be 2019, where they had to change the triathlon to biathlon. All right. Decker. That was... Was that 2019? 2020 marathon? Did they have to change that? Uh, that's going to be my guess. I, I don't know the answer to this question. All right, fair enough. It's a hard one. This is what I actually know. Uh, it is the uh, they changed the triathlon to the biathlon because the water was acting up. Uh, Here we go. Tom finally gets one. It is the triathlon turned to biathlon in 2019. Let's go. I thought it was 2018. That's why I didn't say the year. I just had to cover my bases. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Do you have yeah, a catchphrase? That was, was a complete guess. <laughs> I just oh, remember there right. being the, the murky pit, and I thought it yeah. used to be a triathlon. All right, well, that is all three questions for this week. Thank you, Silas, for coming up with those. And if we've got any Scottish listeners and you're not happy with my accent, I am terribly sorry. And <laughs> I will pick a new one for next week. All right, back <laughs> to being English. Yeah. Let's get let's get that uh, Kazakhstan accent for the next one. Anyway, oh, guys, moving moving <laughs> on, moving on. I'm gonna get it right this time. Let's send it off to the fantasy commissioner, Sky. Let me know how I'm doing this week, buddy. Fantasy is reality in the world today. Oh boy, oh boy. All right, let's start things off at the top. Silas is still up top. Although they are, they're having a little bit of struggle. They're kind of plateauing a little bit, it seems. 274 points, not the best finish. I mean, they've been having a, a honestly, these past couple of events have just been mediocre finishes for them. Followed closely by a term, we have him in second place with 261 points. Uh, another, just kind of a mediocre finish. Higher, highest place he had was 12th. There's not too much to talk about here, but we need to talk about Hector. Clearly, Ralph's guru magic is rubbing off on Hector because, oh my gosh, he got one of the best finishes you could possibly have in a fantasy draft like this. Second, third, and fourth. Wow. His three teams. Wow. Yes. He's surged. He's jumped up to 245 points. He's he's right up there with Silas and Term at this point. I guess. Decker? What's up? What's up, Turner? I gotta just shout out to Ghost, man. That's one of the best finishes I think we've ever seen in uh, Marvel Fantasy. And uh, great job on that, man. Uh, I mean, I know you really had nothing to do with it. But obviously, the Guru Shine is rubbing off on you, man. And uh, yeah. yeah, Thank you, yeah. Ralph. One of the best events I've ever seen for just a specific fantasy team. Yeah, so shout yeah out Term, to it's definitely the best Marble League fantasy result we've ever had on let it roll history by far marbula one we've come close to like the perfect podium before so that's a little different though the marble league is a whole different game for sure yes massive shout out to ghost 
Decker, Decker, you're still holding up there. You got uh, first place in the Savage Speeders this My guys. Uh, you also got last place, though, with the Crazy Cat size. So. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't know how mad I am about that. Right, yeah. And then Minty's right in the middle with ninth. So you got you got all parts of the leaderboard here. You're, you're just chilling out of 216 points. Gap's not insurmountable. Um, my gap probably is, but we'll get to that in a second. You're you're doing just fine, Decker. Thanks, man. Um, yeah, no, I uh, I have 168 points. I'm my gap is ginormous. I'm over 50 po- about 50 points behind Decker. Jeez. Um, and I actually wow. had a mediocre finish this time: uh, sixth, eighth, and fifteenth. The Rojo Rollers, obviously. Uh, it's looking dire. You guys have been saying we don't have a ton of events left in the Marble League, and. We're going to need to either turn it around or maybe shoot for fourth. That sounds good. Sky, every every episode you say, oh, I had a mediocre finish. I mean, you're at the bottom of the barrel, bud. I'm sorry. You know, I love you. But, you know, at some point you just got to acknowledge that your team stinks. But they suck at marble racing, don't they? I, that's what I've been doing. I, I don't think I've ever said my team is good. <laughs> Other than the first event, maybe. Yeah, but like, there's a bunch of optimism, which I really respect. But uh, the you know, it, it is the bottom of the barrel. No, yeah, no. Me and Ralph, are, uh, I might need to plan a visit to see Ralph because uh, I at this point, at the rate this is going, I might be closer to Ralph in the standings than Decker uh, by the end of the fantasy. So, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's Ralph at? Oh, Ralph is at six. Uh, sorry, seventy-eight. He did a chocolate. nice tenth place. The Chocolatiers. Yeah. He's he's still vibing. Also, where's Ralph at? Uh, what kind of tree? I don't know. No what updates. You, what do you mean? Hector told us what kind of tree it was. Unless he had it wrong. Tree. Hector, Hector, what was the name of the tree? Uh, the one that Terms Wife's app gave me was Aleppo Pine, but I don't know. He might have moved since then. Could be something more interesting. So, I saw a Twitter post. Silas is up at the tree with the guru. And hmm. she she confirmed. Not at Aleppo Pie. Not uh, Aleppo Pie. Yeah, not. Mm. Uh, I think Hector may have downloaded the wrong app. Uh, oh, I used the, the link British version. version. Yeah. The British version. Oh, <laughs> maybe. That makes, that makes perfect sense. Uh, that's, I, I told Decker not to download the app because he would get the Canadian version. I even think about it for Hector, though, because he doesn't like tea. So I was like, he's not British, you know? So maybe Nanagon next episode can update us what tree Ralph's actually in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When he said his predictions, he told us, like, for sure, we'll get that tree <laughs> locked down. All right. Speaking of prediction, predictions, guys, that leads right into our final segment of the show. And we got steeplechase coming up. Future history has now been altered, and this is the proof. I got to ask you, before we get into these bold, bold predictions, has steeplechase changed this year? No clue. No idea. We have no idea. We have no idea. So I'm going to base it off 2019's steeplechase. 17, but yeah. 2019, wasn't it? Nope. 2017, you're right. I thought it was too for a while, but no, it is oh, 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah, no, no, I'm looking back at the video now. It is 2017. So it's it's essentially a sand marble rally race that has a drop-off every 
10 meters or so, maybe less, 5 meters. Something like that. It is. It, yeah. Something like it's that. Arbitrary. Uh, it, it, it's hurdles, basically. But uh, It's not hurdles, though. A You're little not jumping bit. anything. Well, there, there's the sticks in between. Yeah, but that has a ramp. It's different. Uh, marbles will get caught up in the hurdles. I think steeplechase oh, yeah. is a whole different beast. I, I don't even know if you can compare the event. Well, if you were listening earlier, Nottingham said the funniest thing about hurdles is that, or uh, steeplechase, is when a team hits all of the sticks and we all laugh. Uh, but I do have a recap. Uh, Savage Speeders won it in 2017. Mellow Yellow won it, or was in second place in 2017. Midnight Whisper third, Arrangers fourth, Galactic fifth. Uh, team that's still classic. Team that's still involved. Uh, nine was Mobo. Uh, Ten was Shining Swarm. Thunderbolts were at 13. Chocolatiers at 15. And everybody else is in the showdown, so we have no real. Okay, uh, I have I have one fake prediction to get into before we get into the real ones. Who is going to race? Oh, no, actually, they're not here. Is Steeplechase in the showdown? That's no a good clue. question, actually. Do you guys know? No clue. Because oh. you know we Team Primary's in, in the showdown. So Steeple, well, they, will Mary go? Because I would go, love to see Mary in Steeplechase. It's a team event. It's a team event. Oh, it is. So yeah, Mary right. will be in it. Oh yes. Uh, and they, they could they could throw in the reserve. They got twelfth in twenty seventeen, just for Ooh. yeah. So not Ooh. great. Not good. Uh, but I don't know. Steeplechase is a weird event. Uh, it's like basically sand rally. They have like oh, it looks like there's like hurdles that like horses like jump over during competitions and stuff, and. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Like, uh, so I'll, I'll just go first with the prediction because we're talking way too long about this. Uh, let's go. Uh, I mean, Savage Speeders won it in 2017. Yes. I got him winning again. Wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, not this again. But so uh, we know how well that worked out for you last time. Well, no, la- <sighs> last time I said that. Uh, I forget who I said or Crazy Cat Size was going to win first. I always got to say Speeders are going to win first because that's the karma coming back at me. Um, I'm going to go with uh, going to go with Limers to win. Wow! Wow! I like it. Wow! Bold. Very Look at bold. this. Look at this. It was Mellow Yellow who was in second. Midnight Whiffs who was in third. They're not there. A Rangers. We were in fourth. I don't know about us this year anymore. I'm really mad about us right now. Uh, Galactic was in fifth. Jawbreaker, sixth. Quicksilver, seventh. Then the Limers. So there's six teams, or five teams, that are not even competing when the Limers mm-hmm. were hit in an eighth. But for real, it'll probably be the Savage Speeders. Wink, wink. <laughs> okay. Um, I'll, I'll go next, because I usually go last um i i got a weird feeling about steeplechase i don't know why it just it has this weird cult feel to it for me and i think we're gonna see that here the hazers is gonna put their magic out there and they're just gonna make it work for another gold medal and close that gap to the podium and i i think you know getting a first place here and the rest of the marbles ahead of them not doing that, Hazers is going to take it. They're going to get the podium mm. after this event. 
I think that's a good booth. They were unknown because they weren't in the prior one. Uh, yep. So I didn't even think about that. That's a good pick. All right. Um, Hector, who you got? Um, I know you always say you can't go off of previous podiums, but I feel like Mellow Yellow would you a win. I mean, I like them. I like them a lot. They're the brutes of the Marble League. They just bully guys. They're uh, they're basically taking over the balls of chaos job of just bullying <laughs> people on the court or bullying marbles on the course. And uh, I don't know if they were the last hit for me to pick, like last pick for me to hit. So I don't hate it. What do you got, Sky? I don't remember which mailbagger sent it in, but I really do think the Minty Maniacs have a good chance in this event. I think they're going to win it. Uh, that was Christopher Cole Gaming, I think. Yep. I thought it was Celestio. No, it was, Chris, it was, it was Christopher. Nope, it was Christopher Cole Gaming. Yep. All right. Shout out to Chris. And, uh, I, hey, Hector, that's why I'm the postman. Wait, oh, yes, wait a minute, Mr. Postman. Can't be out here living like you're going postal or something. God. <laughs> wow. All right, what we got one more. Nonagon wrote in to me. Uh, he said mellow yellow. So he agrees with you, Hector. Hector, you said that. I right. uh, said silver steeple chase. Jeez. And uh, they're pretty good at sand, and they have agility over ledges. Uh, referring back to the 2016 hurdles. So, hmm. shout out to Nonagon hmm. for that hot take. Shout out to Nonagon for that amazing ad. I, I mean, I just can't get over it. And uh, yeah. you guys are probably going to hear it like seven times before you actually hear our outro song. So, I'm with sure. Nonagon, baby. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it leads into the end of the episode. Roho, roho, it's time to let it roll. No, roho, roho, it's time to let it roll. Roho, roho, it's time to let it roll. There you go, boys. (laughs) And with that, guys, thank you to everybody. Thank you to all the listeners. Let it roll. Let it roll. Let it roll. Roho, roho, a roller's life for me. We sprint, we balance, we funnel and joust. Roll out, me hearties, roho. We block, push, and dive and never get medals. Roll out, me hearties, roho. Roho, roho, a roller's life for me. Roho, roho, a roller's life for me. We sprint, we balance, we funnel and joust. Roll out, me hearties, roho. We block, push, and dive and never get medals. Roll out, me hearties, roho. Roho, roho, a roller's life for me. Roho, roho, a roller's life for me. We sprint, we balance, we funnel and joust. Roll out, me hearties, roho. We block, push, and dive and never get medals. Roll out, me hearties, roho. Roho, roho, a roller's life for me.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.